Hello and welcome to We Were Hit by a Horse Trekking at East Canada to Equestria. I am Ponyville's beloved Graceful Spark. With me as always is my darling co-horse, Phil Beans. How are you doing today, Beans? Ah, I'm feeling a little tired from how much we had to stay up last night, but mm -hmm. all in all, I think we had a better night than some other ponies in involved, so I don't know, pretty good, I guess. Yeah, and well, you're very cute when you're sleepy there, so... Hey. What? Okay, you're... fine. It yeah, like gives get... me even more excuses to cuddle against you, so uh, I'm not going to complain. Exactly. And, well, I will never say no to having a beans all comfy against me. Get uh, to hug her and, you know, nibble on her. You know, I, all sorts I of don't good know horse activities. I've, I don't know if I've told you enough of this, dear listeners, but uh, fucking Graceful Spark here, uh, very good to nap against, actually. Aww. You heard it here first, folks. Ah, uh, so why don't, why don't you tell our, our lovely listeners what episode of our lives we have to talk about today? That's right, folks. We're doing Season 1, Episode 17, Stairmaster. Directed by the same folks as always. Written by Chris Savino. Original mayor date, February 25th, 2011. Ah. And we open in the Carousel Boutique, where Rarity and Sweetie Belle are... Well, Rarity's trying to make some dresses, and Sweetie Belle really wants to help, and she is just doing a, a bang-up job of it. Yeah. No, no wait, no, wait, sorry, a fuck-up job of it. That's the word. Yeah. Uh, Rarity is clearly very used to Sweetie Belle fucking up this job, because Sweetie Belle wants to help, and Rarity is very much saying no, for good reason, as it turns out. Yeah, like, let's be real here. Sweetie Belle is a child, and not one who's very good at this. She, er, it's admirable that she wants to help, but, well, Sweetie Belle knocks the thing of ripping off a thing onto an ironing board that catapults... Makes an entire mess of the place. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the... Yeah. Um, it's like a fucking Rube Goldberg machine. That's yeah, the... Yeah. That's the thing I was thinking of. Like, the, it is just a string of weird coincidences that, like, at one point a sewing machine gets launched across the room, and that thing's, like, gotta be heavier than Sweetie Belle is. Yeah. It's, like, like the same size she is, and assumably made of metal rather than marshmallow. Yeah, like, the... So, Rarity's like, oh, where, where's the ribbon, darling? And Sweetie Belle's mm -hmm. like, oh, I, here's the ribbon, and she has to, like, stand on top of the thing to knock the rip, knock the ribbon off, and, like, which, like, loosens some bolts of yarn or some bolts of fabric or balls of yarn, which fall on a, an ironing board that is conveniently placed, such as to be a seesaw that launches some other stuff, which blah, 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 it's a huge mess. Yeah, and it, it takes about... 10 seconds to go from Rarity being concerned to Rarity having her mane just be a, a whole mess and, like, the, the, the twitchy eye of anxiety, which... Hmm. Maybe this is how Twilight's library keeps getting so messy, is, like, she accidentally dropped one book and it just sort of bounces around the room and ruins it all. <laughs> uh, we've seen how Twilight does research. She yeah, does fair. just, like, try and read all the books at once. Yeah. More importantly, Twilight has no one to blame but herself, and maybe Spike. Yeah. Spike is I mean, Spike kind of- is the one who has to clean up after her the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, almost all the time we see Spike holding a book, it's to put it back after Twilight doesn't. Yeah. Which is weird. 
Because Twilight can levitate books with her mind. It seems like it would be easier for her to do it. Yeah, but you have a slave slash younger brother in the house. So get your tiny dragon fucking secondary citizen to do the work for you. (sighs) Oh, fuck. If I could move books with my brain, it would be much easier to reshelve them afterwards. Hmm. I mean, that's, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. And it's very cute and I make you do it every time, dear. Yeah. Uh, my little book horse. Yeah, that's me. Also, Twilight is fucking lazy. <sighs> Look, I will stop reading into the class relationships of horse society once uh, once Earth ponies get a damn fair shake out of the deal, huh? Right? Like, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty here for also arguing that, like, cows and Spike should probably also be treated as yeah. equal to horse. But Oh, absolutely. Like, it's... Yeah. It's fucked up that, like, again, cows and donkeys, like, exist, but they're treated as second-class citizens. We never see them in the halls of power. We never see them, like, in Canterlot. Well, yeah, they're not They're not somehow directly related in some weird fucking way to Celestia, which I'm starting to feel like is gonna be the... Some of the lore we're gonna run into later is fucking celestia or like whatever parents she and luna like disposed of were like the progenitors of horse welcome to a part horse (laughs) oh fuck i don't like it yeah i don't like this at all actually yeah this is a bad one yeah well we're living it all the same yeah Uh, anyways this all happens place is a mess and Sweetie Belle's like, oh, but how can I get my cue to Merc if I don't help? She's gotta get on that grind, baby, 24-7. Yeah, she's got that, that Sweetie Belle grind mindset. <laughs> yeah, the got, cutie grind mindset, she's thank got you that, very much. She's got that cutie Mark Crusader money mindset. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> well, man. You see, uh, spend $10, buy 10 tomato plants, plant them. Now you have... Twice as many tomatoes. Sell those, buy a <laughs> I think you have more tomatoes than that, actually, if you plant ten <laughs> potato- well, potato- tomato plants. Yeah, but I don't have a good- s- I mean, yes, I don't have a good sense of how many tomatoes you get from a plant. It's like, I don't know, ten? Something like that. I don't- I don't know. I, I'm making fun of a specific tweet that- Admittedly, that tweet was a joke making fun of grindset dinguses. Yeah. Uh, regardless, uh... Hey, if you think the grind set is anything other than just capitalism getting into your into your soul, uh, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, speaking of capitalism... Fluttershy shows up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's gonna lead back into some capitalism, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, so... This is right around when Fluttershy shows up, and, uh, mm-hmm. she is bringing Opalescence back. It's, it's pretty great that, like... Rarity's kind of got herself composed again, and then just hears the the ding dong of the doorbell, and just is instantly just screaming with rage of what now? Like yeah, she uh, she's like, I just I can get this order done so long as I don't have any more distractions, and then ding dong, perfect. Yeah, it's uh, it's only one thing for this episode is is uh, perfect timing is is pretty much all the way through this. Yeah, I was surprised by how much i enjoyed this episode because when i was watching through the series the first time like back when there was just season one and i would like go back and you watch season one and two well mm-hmm. you know or older episodes yeah. i would always skip this one because younger me was like wow a fluttershy episode and a cutie mark crusader episode why would i watch this uh i had kind of forgotten this episode even existed which is a shame because 
I kind of like the Cutie Mark Crusaders, and I mean, I love Fluttershy. Yeah, so. no, I figured you'd be fucking horny for this episode. Oh, and this this episode is extremely horny, just yeah. like... Well, yes, yeah, this is the ASFR episode and the Fluttershare episode. So, like... Yeah. Because, like, that's the thing, right? Like, I, I was more familiar with, like, the ripples of this episode. I mean, I, I watched it once or twice, but, you know, mm-hmm. I never really... I didn't watch as much as some others, because, again, wow... These characters I don't really like back in the day. Yeah, I think I avoided rewatching it because of the Key Mark Crusaders actually being in it. Because like back then, I I hated them. Yeah, no, same. But they've definitely grown on me a lot more since. Yeah, like I I find them a lot more. I like them a lot more in this episode. They're they're good here. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't know. Like this is an episode that's very good for Fluttershy. I just mm-hmm. don't know why it, it doesn't stick in my brain. Because mm-hmm. I remember all like. The things that came out of this episode. This episode birthed like a lot of you know memes and images you saw around a lot. Yeah, and which, fetishes. Well, yes. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, don't worry, baby. Yeah. yeah. But in the meantime, Fluttershy's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I saw the open sign and thought you were open. I'm just bringing <laughs> which, your cat back." Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The fuck, rarity. <laughs> yeah. This is also what anxiety is like. Like, oh, yes, the the open side is there, but what if they're not actually open and they'll be mad at me? Right? Uh, Fucking relatable, though. Yeah. So, uh, so Fluttershy's like, oh, I brought your cat back. Uh, here's Opal. And, uh, you know, she's all groomed and such. And she looks very upset when she's first in the basket, but then when she jumps out of the delivery basket, she's she's quite happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's made pretty clear that uh, basically Opal likes Fluttershy. She does not like Rarity or Sweetie Belle that much, but Fluttershy is good with animals. Yeah, which is strange because like the last time we saw Opal Essence, she was like seeming to be almost a, a bit of a sidekick to Rarity for for Rarity's work. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Uh, episode's weird. Episode takes over a cat soul as well as pony <laughs> bodies. Apparently, uh, it's. You know how cats are. They are, you know, if you interact with them in a way they don't like, they will let you know, you know. Yeah. Like, you and a cat can get along pretty well, but, you know, you can't touch them in ways they don't want to be touched. Ah. Just like birds, right, Ben? Okay. All right. (laughs) There we go. Thank you, darling. Ah, bird good. Yeah, took took a little bit of coaxing, and by that I mean I just had to to get her over here rather than on the the railing. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, we get some Shekhov's eyeballs here with uh birdie's like oh how did you get her so well behaved you didn't use the stab with her did you and fluttershy's like oh no no i can't really control that or i wouldn't do that on a cat i'm just good with animals hey so did we did we see the stare in the dragon shy episode because i'm fairly like the interaction was fairly different that was a that was like a, a mom voice talking to rather than a stare in dragon shy but even when she uses the stare later in this episode, she's also kind of doing the mom voice. Yeah, but there was no, like, the stare has, like, a, a theremin to it and, like, yeah. a like a one-eye squint, other eye doing, like, a pinky Pie bulge going yeah. on. Yeah, like, there's, yeah, there's a lot more, like, narrative weight put on her eyes when she does the thing. I don't think she was yeah. doing it to the dragon. Probably because yeah. the writers hadn't, like, come up with this idea for Fluttershy yet. Imagine if you had just, like, I don't know written more of the season all up front and yeah. figured out shit like this to like especially because it was just like we we saw fluttershy do it and had a little bit of theremin in there just for like 
a little bit of it just it just seems like she's being emphatic and then like this episode we now have the stare come up and we can be like oh fuck that's right dragon shy she did it then too we just didn't comment on it then yeah like, we ah oh. yeah we could have done that huh writers huh maybe uh, i realize at this point you thought you were just writing a toy commercial but come on come on Come on, ref. Come on. Let Make them write better episodes, ref. <laughs> let her play. Splat Buddha Bing. <laughs> Mamma mia. Uh, oh, no. We're devolving back into the Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, Splat Buddha Bing. Anyways. Uh, uh, what's the deal with the stare? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so... And then Sweetie Belle's like, oh, maybe I could be good at handling animals. And then Opal slices off one of Sweetie Belle's curls. Yeah, curls. and Sweetie Belle's like, mm, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Which, good call, Sweetie Belle. Yeah. And then Rarity's like, oh, I'm so overworked. I have to fill this big order by tomorrow. Uh, I've bitten off more than I can chew. Mm-hmm. And, listener, put a tally on the board. Yeah. Which is weird when we come to the fucking like moral of this episode but yeah. all right hey is it vor to bite off more than you can chew uh that'd be hard for i think we had this conversation before but well like, well but it seems like it, in this case you wouldn't be chewing well that that's the hard for part of it would be the chewing well yeah but if you bet if you bit off more than you can chew by definition you're not chewing and hard for is when there's chewing okay yeah but also biting parts off is uh, yeah. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, you, you, you're picking up what I'm putting down on this one. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's nice to have a conversation every now and again to make sure we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Also, don't think I didn't, I didn't notice that. Good work. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, then... Basically, Rarity's like, oh, I made this really fancy gold silk that takes a lot of time to make, and it's going to look really good on these robes. And also, we see Sweetie Belle, like, stick her head up for the side with this really long neck. Yeah, she she has that fucking giraffe neck a few times in this episode. Yeah, it's not just her. I think at least one of the other cutie mark crusaders does it, too. Yeah, there there is something about pony children and being able to have... Oh, no. Because, like, Snails has that at all times. Is that one of those, like, if you pull a face too long, it, it gets stuck like that thing? <laughs> he he did giraffe neck too long, and now he's just like that. Yeah, like, you know, horses is, is like taffy, in that, like, yeah. uh... <laughs> yeah, you, horses is like taffy. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, Put that I know, on the... I know we usually compare them to marshmallows, but sometimes taffy is a more apt comparison. Uh, yeah, Mar- marshmallow is their internal consistency, but taffy is sometimes their bodily structure. Yeah, and I, I think it's more the children are more like taffy, and then they, as they grow, their bones set and they become more of a marshmallowy consistency. All right, I I appreciate this. Mm-hmm. Happy to help. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's like baby teeth. Like they start off marshmallowy and then they turn taffyish while they grow, and then they revert to marshmallow again afterwards mm-hmm. once they have adopted their adult shape. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why we only have like only ever see like kids and adults. The middle state is some Lovecraftian taffy worm. Uh, they uh, they coil in into a cocoon, much like the humble butter horse, and then they <laughs> exactly, and then they can emerge as a beautiful 
adult horsey fly uh, or uh, or a mm. horse walk if they're not a pegasus you know horse flies are a thing right yeah i know <laughs> okay all right just just making sure i also know that horse walk is a thing where we could be doing it right now if we want that's fair although that would be kind of hard to do the podcast while doing yeah i think the clippity clop would get in the audio uh clippity clop gotta stop i didn't realize you were no fab dear uh, i mean not really now but ah, oh, good Consider everything of the, like, the time we've spent here. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it would be, it would be like a, a, a vegan looking up for mistake if I was no fat. I, I, I know, I know. I, I just couldn't let the word clop pass, like, <laughs> uncommented on, yeah, you know? I, I had said it, and then I was very nervous, and you picked it up anyway. Uh, uh it's... Hey, listener, if somehow you're listening to this and you don't know, uh, the, the fucking brony fandom made, uh, clopping as a masturbation joke. Mm-hmm. This is your weirdly flat voice Beans corner on explaining a dumb thing of the fandom. Yeah. Hey, Beans, nice corner. And Aw, oh, baby. I mean, if you didn't explain it, dear, I would, because I feel like part of our, our mission here is to provide crucial fandom context and a look back in time yeah we are reflecting on types of guy and in a sort of anthropological sense which is Mm -hmm. i think probably the most interesting lens with which to view the show yeah it's like it's an honestly interesting show in its own right but like Mm -hmm. having a a retrospective again about the community that came around it is definitely adding to some of the weight rather than just us having to talk about spying on our neighbors. Oh, exactly, exactly. I think we would be doing the show a disservice if we didn't talk about the context surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, Alpha Bloom and Scootaloo show up. Yeah. For a... Wait. Huh? I was just gonna say, and, and, and Sweetie Belle, uh, uh, brightens up at this. Yeah. Because she's been kinda understandably sulking. Yeah. And they all show up for a Cutie Mark Crusader Sleepover Rarities! Yay! They do this the entire episode. Every time they, they do Put something as a counter group. counter on the board. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. in fact, Sweetie Belle is so excited she made them all cloaks out of Rarities Special Gold Silk. Which, damn, that was fucking fast. Yeah, I imagine she did it earlier? But, like... But when... Rarity showed us the sheet of, of the gold silk and it didn't have the squares missing well, from it because she was making like 20 robes i imagine she has more than one piece of the silk oh, oh yeah i guess it makes sense so just one of the robes worth of silk is is ruined it, by sweetie bell it is where the roadie didn't notice earlier but she has been overworked yes and i mean if you've got 20 sheets yeah. one of them being fucked with might be easy to miss yeah so the rarity's like well I, i'm going to have to make more stuff now uh Sorry, guys. Sleepover's cancelled. Cancel culture strikes uh, again. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, somewhere in that, I think I think when the capes come out, we also get a second one of the Cutie Mark Crusaders capes, I think, yay on that. Yeah. My, my notes do say that there's a second trio yay in there somewhere. Yeah, because but... you know, what happens next is Fluttershy's volunteers to take the kids and yeah we do get the cutie by crusader sleepover at rarity's cottage yay yeah that's that's the third time they uh, do it yeah. but also 
There are two things to talk about before that. Mm-hmm. Is one of them that Fluttershy says children are basically cats? Okay, there's three things to talk about <laughs> before that, then. <laughs> All right, let's do yours. Okay, so, well, the conversation here is that, like, Rarity's like, I can't really ask you to take the kids. Like, are you sure? And Rarity and Fluttershy's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm great with, you know, small fuzzy things. Like, I'm, I'm great with small creatures. Yeah, like, I'm... That, that she pretty much says, like, I'm good with animals, therefore I should also be good with kids. Like, she saw, oh, like, yeah, she directly says that. Yeah, she says, like, you saw how good I was with Opal, because children are basically cats. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> yes. But also, <laughs> also maybe not. Mm-hmm. For one thing, children are capable of much more mischief than cats. For one thing, they can talk, and that's dangerous. Yes. It is the truest curse, having something as mischievous and also able to communicate. This is this is why cat girls are illegal in most states. Ah, uh, I understand. Huh, I really hope there's no like trans targeting bills in the in the human world right now oh, that God would be directly <laughs> banning cat girls because that just seems like it would be fucking monstrous. And I can't imagine the world is that bad while we're gone. God damn it! You're welcome. Ah, uh, sorry. Celestia, damn it. There we go. Uh. Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, but, okay, so the other the other two things that come up in that conversation yeah. as well, then, and if you're, yeah. Yeah, talk uh, to me. Uh, one is that uh, we we have a, a another recurring bit, although it only happens twice, but it's um, uh, uh, Fluttershy being like, oh, they can't be that bad. Look at these little angels. And then, like, all three of the Cutie Mark Crusaders line up and have little halos over their heads. Mm-hmm. Like, Alright, that's a good bit. Uh, the other thing is... Because <clears throat> Rarity does try and talk Fluttershy out of taking the, the girls. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things she says is, I assure you, they're quite a handful. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that! <laughs> I... <sighs> Rarity, what's a hand? <laughs> right? Like, Rarity, you got hooves. My friend, uh, be quite I know Spike a has a hand, but like... See, I would describe Spike's situation as like a claw, right? Yeah, which means also like griffin hands would be claws, which is just good. Yeah. So, how does Rarity know the word hand? <laughs> what? <sighs> what is happening? Did, did, did us get, getting pulled in here start breaking the world a bit? Because uh, this is in the episode. Yeah. This isn't just like us talking to these ponies. How, have we been like... Yeah, is this, like, loose lip sinking ships? Did, like, did we talk about hands too much and, like, contaminate the horse? I, I get, but it's in the episode. We've not been able to, like, sneak our influence into the episode before this point. This may very well have troubling implications for the rest of our stay here, dear. Oh, fuck. Wait, no, Twilight stole our fucking podcasting equipment last time. Yeah. Hmm. And, I mean, this is good for the virus gender, so, like, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, just, I, it's weird to me that this is where it slipped in, you know? Yeah, I mean, for all we know, it, it slipped in with Twilight saying, look a gift horse in the mouth. Because I know I do look this gift horse, you, in the mouth quite a bit. Uh, hey. I, oh, it's a good get, mouth. It's nice and warm. Gosh. Get to poke my hooves hey. around in there. And you're just completely helpless while I do it. I can spooch you wherever I want. Hey. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um. Aww. Oh, God. We got, got an episode to do. Okay. Aww. <sighs> Good horse. Hey. 
Uh, all right, so are we out of the carousel yeah. boutique now, dear? Y- yeah, yeah. This is this is this is where where we've run into Twilight, I think. Yeah. Though before I forget, I do want to say so they're very specific about going to Fluttershy's cottage, which means yes. that I think Fluttershy may be the original cottage core GF. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. If she is not the original, she is the like iconic of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is the. <laughs> The, the Jungian ideal yeah. of a cottage GF. Yeah, the, the archetypal cottage court GF. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. So, the Kingdomburg Crusaders are running all over the place. They run past Twilight, Ganoral spun around. And, yeah. long story short, the kids are messing around. And Twilight is going to Zakora's for yeah. tea. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad they're- Her they're favorite hang- tea. Yeah, I'm glad they're hanging out. Yeah, the the two the two magic ponies get to to hang yeah. out and do magic chatting, yeah. and like, actually good to see. Yeah, like, hopefully they're like talking to each other as individuals, and Twilight has stopped being weird about the way Zakora is. I mean, like the last time we actually saw Zakora in the episode, she like Twilight wasn't being shitty to her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Who knows? We'll find out at some point i'm sure yeah. i mean fortunately i don't have to go all the way to the upper free forest to get my favorite tea you know what that is dear uh i mean titties I... <sighs> uh, when you ask me to make you actual tea there's like a few different things i i know i know i know i uh I, I do also God like the, damn it. I am also quite fond of that cinnamon apple spice you make, but <laughs> that's not a joke. I mean, okay, yeah, I, I yeah, I, oh, oh, you, you got me. I'm sorry, my brain's all over the place now. Oh fuck! I, wow, I didn't have to yeehaw you for that one, dear. Uh, well, look, <laughs> you. You blindsided me with a titty joke. What do you want from me? I'm sorry. I'm I am sorry. simple lesbian. I'm sorry. Oh, my my darling spilled brains. I would apologize, uh, but I quite like you like this, and it's very cute every time. Gosh. <sighs> oh fuck. But yeah, Twilight has her her uh again uh steps in and it's like, hey, uh, Fluttershy, you uh you sure you can handle this? Mm-hmm. And this is where we get our second hit of the angels thing of Fluttershy being like oh no I can take care of these little angels and all three of them line up with halos again yep oh and uh, there's a third time all three of these fucking ponies line up but they don't do the halo that time I wonder if that was a mistake if they meant to bring it back a third time or not mm-hmm and uh the other important thing here is Twilight's going to visit Korra in the Everfree Forest yeah they go in there a lot don't they mm-hmm but Fluttershy is once again like just make sure you're Staying safe in there. Yeah, don't mean, don't look at any weird chickens. I mean, like, the last few times they've gone into the Everfree Forest, like, they might have been attacked by a manticore if Fluttershy hadn't, like, helped them calm it down, and, like, there's the whole, uh, poison joke. I'm forgetting the other time they went into the Everfree Forest. I mean, there was all that stuff, Yeah, you know, the first time they went in there for, uh, Nightmare Moon stuff. Yeah. God, there's, there's... Oh no, how could how do I keep on forgetting that river serpent's name? Steven Magnet. 
Like, I know it's extremely bland name and then extremely weird name for a river serpent. Yeah. And that's as far as my brain goes. Yeah, because like, it was named by a YouTube auto caption. It doesn't actually mean anything. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, that's... I don't like it, but okay. Uh, I don't think I liked it the first time around either. Yeah, it's always had a soft spot in my heart because I'm a sucker for, well, that. And mm. I remember getting quite a bit of enjoyment out of, like, you know, going like, on to Pony Boo back in the day and reading the the way that YouTube auto-captioning would mangle the sentences. That was a very early Pony meme, and Stephen Magda is probably the most enduring legacy of that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, oh. Oh, shit. See, um, uh, I, I, I had a few friends in college who... Like, we're very into the, like, misheard lyrics and stuff for songs, mm -hmm. and a lot of those would also be, like, misheard, like, sentences in anime and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, <clears throat> let's be honest, some really racist, like, translation mm. of, of Japanese syllables into English. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I'm having such a hesitance about Steven Magnet, is just, it, it's kind of vibing on that angle. Makes which, sense. like... Yeah, it's it's obviously not the same thing, but I think that's why my brain's being very uh uh uncomfortable about it. Fair enough, Dick. So we go over to Fluttershy's cottage and Yeah. Fluttershy is trying to wrangle these kids and they are not having any of it. Yeah, they they are just being a huge mess and and scaring away the animals that Fluttershy keeps in her house. Mm-hmm. Which I think was a blue jay and a, squ or a squirrel or chipmunk like yeah. right at the front. So, uh, damn, good to good to know that Fluttershy keeps a very screamy friend just in her house. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so you know they they like dress up in oh let's go to the in the ever free forest and be creature catchers and Fluttershy's like no no come on like that's obviously <laughs> a bad idea and so they decide to like wear a carpet and a bucket and chase Sweetie Belle around instead. Yeah, that this has another. This is the third yay we get. Yep. Uh, no, sorry, fourth yay we get. Yep. And then we get a fifth right after when they break a table, and then they do Kitty Mark Crusaders Carpenters. Yay! Yeah. Uh, do you want to note one thing? Uh, Sweetie Belle really needs to work on her larping. She's very bad at it. Yeah. Which is. <laughs> I mean, all three of them are, but yeah, they definitely are not getting their cutie mark for for larping right now. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the running theme, is that Sweetie Belle's always a half step behind the other two. She's doing her best, but yeah, she's often the odd one out. Yeah, she's she's that one step behind, and the other two are just a little too hyper for her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, she's definitely the most chill of the three. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Also, uh, when they do break the table, they do all, like, it's almost loafing. But we had the conversation before. They are feeling sad about things, so it's not loafing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I care about this, and we can't count it as loafing. I'm very sad. Mm -hmm. I think you should get to have your loaves, but right? alas, a loaf and a lack, this is not it. Mm -hmm. A lack, a loaf, even. Yeah. And uh, so when they when they do their carpenter bit, this was pretty funny. They uh, yeah. wear like stethoscopes and like those Dr. Head mirror things. Mm -hmm. And they do the 
if I explain this joke, it is not going to be funny, but they do hammer and, you know, they pass that, you know, hammer, hammer. They go down the line and they pass a hammer to the first one, then the second one. Yeah. And then Scootaloo, who's on the end, has to say hammer, realizes there's no one to hand her a hammer, picks it up herself and says hammer. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, uh, it, I was worried we'd be giggling too loud and they'd hear us. <laughs> it was a but, good bit. Uh, also, when they decree themselves carpenters beforehand, uh, Fluttershy has this, like, really adorable, like, carpenters? Yeah. Like, are you sure about this, girls? Are you sure about this one? Please, you're like 10. You should probably not yeah. be handling drills. Yeah. That's the wild thing. Like, they pick up hammers, but, like, when it cuts away, we hear, like, power drill noises alongside the hammering. Like, children yeah. can safely handle hammers. I'm sure that will never be taken out of context, <laughs> but, like... Oh, there's reason I stopped and did not make a single sound. So if people need to clip that, they had a perfectly clean clip. Like, I remember being, like, a child, like, you know, eight or so, and, like, you know, you would be taking these, I'd be taking these little, like, activity things, like, oh, it's time to build a birdhouse, where, like, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Like, I have competently handled a hammer and nails as a child. Yeah. I, I would maybe um. not, like, trust the Cutie Mark Crusaders to repair a table. But yeah. like, like at least like not unsupervised, like, but you know, that does that's not in and of itself super irresponsible. Yes, you shouldn't let these kids have hammers like alone. But mm -hmm. regardless, I'm with supervision, they can handle a hammer quite nicely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where they got the whatever's making those electric drill noises. Thank you for uh, coming to Princess Grace's parenting advice. Uh, children uh, can theory... children can have a hammer, but should not have <laughs> drills. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to throw this theory out here. Uh, it was Scootaloo's wings. She was she was buzzing them, and it was making a drill noise. Oh, like there a, we go. Like a little horse bee. Yeah. Huh. You know, like carpenter bees. Oh. Oh, wait, no shit. It's carpenter wasps, isn't it? Or is it carpenter? I think it's carpenter bees. Eh, whatever. There's... No, it's carpenter bee. You were right the first time, dear. Okay. You can tell because uh. they bee carpenting. Huh? God. Celestia, damn it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Celestia, dang it, Bobby. <laughs> uh. I thought oh, I... that horse ain't right. <laughs> I thought I told you you'd get your cutie mark when you're good and ready, Bobby. But, Dad, my other... <laughs> Joseph has his. Uh. Uh. King of the horse. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> uh. Hank, Hank and prequel. Hank, Bobby, <laughs> and Peggy kills horse. him at the end. <laughs> Celestia kills. Oh no! Bobby transitions into Celestia. Celestia murders Hank and Peggy. Uh, that is why Celestia is now the princess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but Bobby is an only child. Where did Luna come from? <laughs> that's that's. That's not that's not your plot hole. I don't know you. <laughs> uh, shit. Well, we've we've exhausted the two King of the Hill memes I've got of that boy ain't right and <laughs> that's your purse. Look forward sorry, to, that's my purse. Look forward to Princess Grace's King of the Horse, a crossover fanfiction coming to you soon. Oh, you don't know how badly I want that and also how much I'm horrified of it. Ah. Uh. Well, there. Talk to me afterwards. Oh, Maybe we can make it happen. I might. I might oh, be convinced I to move it up in front of Fall in London. My my little pony Fall in London ideas. Oh, I mean that's that's better. I'm gonna be honest. That's a better one. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like, it's definitely more interesting to talk about, but it is... It's not King of the Horse. So are the... uh, Whatever the... The bat dudes, whatever the fuck they were called. Yeah, the the the, the, cur- the curators slash the masters of the bazaar. Masters of the bazaar. Are are they like? like they're so is Celestia master of bazaar, or would that be like no, changelings? Celestia is a judgment. Which, oh. Which you know, I don't want to get into big Fallen London lore spoilers, but I tr- I promise you, it all makes sense. Uh, maybe maybe when we escape this place, I might take another stab at getting into it. Just. Kind of lost interest. The early game is very grindy. It gets better pretty quickly after that, but also you show, you can also get help from friends to get your stats up quicker. Ah, uh, it's the it's the Final Fantasy fourteen defense. I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. <sighs> anyway, yeah, these, these kids make a a real fucked up table. It turns into some kind of statue thing instead. Yeah, and then Flutter changes yoinks it off screen pretty quickly, and then she's like. Yeah. How about we play a game? It's called the Quiet Game. It's where you sit there and you don't talk. Uh, it's called Shh. Yeah, there we go. That's a, she's the world champion, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then after she explains the rules, we get two very, very popular pictures, you know, screenshots from this. One of those, that, that little squeaky smile she does. Yeah. Very good. And also her holding her breath with her little yeah. cheeks puffing out. Uh, I. It's very much not... Like the the stuff of the time, but like if this if if the show came out like in modern day, the the three cutie mark crusaders being like I, I lose and just like walking out out of the game, that would be like a gift that would be going around Telegram a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I could definitely see that being being used a lot in in today's, well at least you know before we end up in here, but like yeah, more modern internet. Mm-hmm. And the, and then of course the three kids, oh, as you said, announce I lose, me two, me three, and then they go start messing around again. Like Apple Bloom sticks her head yeah. out of the chimney, and says, "What if we're cutie mark crusader coal miners?" And Fluttershy says no to this very emphatically. <laughs> Fluttershy <laughs> says no to child coal miners, hey, as everyone should. <laughs> Flutter, Fluttershy's got her heart in the right place. Yeah, I I have yeah. to support this. We have yeah, no we choice not- but to stand. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking these three children into taking on the career of coal miner. Nah, don't do that, kids. Yeah. <sighs> Which is weird, because yeah, they are I... miners. You'd think they'd be well suited to it. Womp womp womp. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Don't do child labor. Yeah, don't. Uh, t- take a hint, and don't follow in Elon Musk's foot- footsteps. Do not use child labor. I know we have fun here on We Were Hit by a Horse Truck at East Academy to Equestria. But Beans and I are both firmly against making ch- children be coal miners. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a great thing to have minor miners. Yeah, it's. I don't think anyone listening has the power to prevent that, or you know, is currently doing that. But if you are, knock it off. Yeah, yeah, please, like, have a heart. Yeah, be a decent person, and by that I mean have the bare minimum of of compassion in your soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, anyway, after that PSA. Yeah, so Fluttershy you know, takes the kids off to bed. They're like, oh, but we want to keep Crusader in. And Fluttershy's like, yeah, you can do that tomorrow when it's light out. Yeah, and, in the morning when I've had a nap mm-hmm. and it's dark. Yep. And uh, I- I'll tell you, like, how little I remember this episode, how few times I watched it back then, because I forget this one had a song in it. Right? Uh, 
like I remember the funny thing is like I remember the song, but I don't remember it connected to this episode. Mm. Like I th- I think that's just the thing is like so many parts of this episode like in my memory before we watch like live through it again. Yeah. We're just like I just thought they were like all these little bits were from different episodes. Yeah. I I, I did not realize they were all one piece. Mhm. Which like and now that we've found the one piece, we could become king of the pirates. No. <laughs> we are not dealing with the stretchy boy. I refuse. Aw. We're already kind of stretchy horses. Exactly. We do not need the stretchy boy. We got hit by the horse horse fruit and got easily got into a boat quest. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. All right. All right. Nope. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, I know the normal f- phrase for comedy is to yes and. But what if. <laughs> no. Uh, I understand. No one should have to experience <laughs> One Piece. Well. Yeah. Maybe that's me. I know some people are very into One Piece. I, and some people are very into bleach. We can't all be right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people are just wrong. It's okay. <sighs> some people fell uh, for the sunk cost fallacy. Me, I I am being very opinionated today. <laughs> I really ma- should make sure I get more sleep. This is what I'm like when I don't sleep all night. Apparently, Aww, be- <laughs> uh, you have a lot more takes when you're tired, dear. <laughs> I'm far more willing to be vicious, apparently. Uh me, I, oh, I'm more boy. interested in falling for the twunk cost fallacy, which is when I overpay for a twunk. <laughs> uh, if you're paying anything for a twunk, you are overpaying. They are they are a free service. They are, they are part of. They are thick on the ground. They are a dime a dozen. Oh, I was just gonna say they're a, they're a heavily supported public service. Uh, I'm glad they nationalized twunks. <laughs> right. Just just go down to Twilight's library. She's just got the Twunk room if you need to rent one for the day. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, uh, Twunk light sparkle. You know, I'm pretty sure I've seen art of this. Computer, like, like a- show me Twunk light. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, there was a there was an animation that was popular when I was starting to fall out of fandom that was like. Some of the pony music, I think it was, um, uh, like a remix of of Fluttershy saying, uh, sorry, uh, Pinkie Pie saying "Forever" as a song, but just having like some extremely buff dudes. Yeah, no, as I remember the that. main six. But those are yeah. those are hunks then, not twunks. Yeah, now well, that's fair. Now there there are I mean, there are two routes we could go here, one of which is of course Solid Sparkle, who we'll see later, who takes after noted twunk Solid Snake, or Correct. B. We know that Twilight is a girl twink, and therefore I think it wouldn't be too hard to skip the sca- to tip the scales towards twunkhood. Yeah, like she's she's been doing a lot of running lately. Like mm-hmm. just just keep making sure she hangs around with Applejack and 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 Rainbow Dash more, and she'll be she'll be a girl twunk in no time. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for you, Twilight. <laughs> yeah, uh, girl twunk sparkle, very good. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. So, anyways, what what happens is, like, kids aren't tired yet. Fluttershy's like, oh, well, can I sing you a lullaby? They're like, yeah. And then Fluttershy starts singing, hush now, quiet now, or whatever. And Yeah. Sweetie Which is working on two of them. Yeah. And then Sweetie Bell's like, oh, I know this one. And then, like, does this, like, really fun, like, upbeat version of the same song. Like, hush now, quiet now, lay your sleep yeah. ahead. Which not only wakes everyone else up, it also somehow sets the chickens free uh it wakes up the chickens and they and they get 
really rowdy and and free the the coop because like there's no door on it. Yeah, though. So they just what, yeah. yeah. I think it, it's a how how is okay. I don't remember the hair metal episode like too clearly. Like I remember it happens, but I don't remember like the events of it. Um, like Sweetie Belle's fucking cutie mark is is gonna i'm just gonna it's singing singing is her fucking talent right like that's the thing don't i I know you might know the answer and i don't want to have it Mm -hmm. like i won't i will i will not pierce the mist of time to answer your question dear such as to maintain the integrity of the horse stream i mean we 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 did just talk about solid solid sparkle Okay, okay yes yeah and also we already talked about the effects we may already be having yes that's fair, but like that—that's my called shot. Is is uh, Sweetie Belle's Sweetie Belle's cutie mark is is singing? Yeah. Like it's got to be. I mean, that would make sense. I mean, yes, we we see her singing, and also you know, the name Sweetie Belle—it's got some musical aspiration to it. Yeah, yeah, she's she's got some good fucking like, like, gospel singing going on there. Like not the more tr- like fuck. A very upbeat, oh, very so- revivaly, very you know. Yeah, get up and clap like, and so on. Like the th- the thing my brain is saying is like, um, a, a very like black community church, mm-hmm. which is always fucking amazing to hear the kind of music coming out of. It's it's good shit. I just now can't remember like exactly the the like genre style name for that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there is a thing we get a little later where well we'll get there. Basically, mm-hmm. this happens. The key markers hitters pretend to be asleep. Well, Fluttershy goes downstairs and tries to have a nap. Uh, after they get the, the the chickens all yeah all returned, and we well, finally see so the, Fluttershy using the stair. Well, yeah, so the thing I wanted to say is that, like, the thing happens where, like, Queen Bell, like, oh, dang, how could the chickens have gotten out? Where it, oh, yeah. The obvious joke is, like, you know, this is your fault, Sweetie Bell, but, like, honestly, how could she have known that her singing was going to get the chickens out? That's a little, a bit of a stretch. I mean, both her friends, like, just give her the look of, like, are you, are you serious? Yeah, but that's... But also, also, the way she says it, she might have been sarcastic. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell. Yeah. I'm saying, like, I don't think she could have plausibly seen that coming. Oh, no. Definitely definitely wasn't something she was intending to do. Yeah, like... But, like, she should have put two and two together on that one. Yeah, like, I don't... Yeah, like... I think it's a little silly to be mad at Sweetie Belle for failing to foresee that her singing would wake up the chickens. I don't even think Fluttershy's even angry at her for no, that. No, no, it's, it's her friend. It's where her friends giving her a hard time. Mm-hmm. Like I think they're unfairly like giving Sweetie Belle a look. Or really, I guess I, yeah. I'm more like weird at the show. Like the narrative structure is such that like mm. it's implying Sweetie Belle should have seen this coming. But I'm saying that. She probably. Oh, yeah. It's it, unreasonable to expect her to have seen this coming. Yeah, like the we did have a little bit of foreshadowing, like when the when the girls were first running around the cottage, like one of them like says, "Oh, are those chickens?" When they're like looking at the window in the mess of other things, people mm-hmm. like the other ones are saying, but like, yeah, it's yeah. The the show's a little mean to to Sweetie Belle here. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't really matter, but yeah. So I also did not know Fluttershy kept chickens. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I don't believe it's come up before this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been by to visit your cottage every now and then. Like, yeah, yeah. Pem needs her nails clipped, and it's kind of hard for me to do that by myself. Yeah, and, uh, let's be honest, I don't think you're usually looking at the chickens while you're there, dear. 
Okay, yes, but, like, look. I I know the chickens are there. It's it's fine. We don't need to... Uh, I, I, any, anyway. Dear, I, I know that you're often aware of cock whenever it's in your vicinity. This is very valid. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, Fluttershy, you know, gives the stare to these chickens and makes them walk up inside the coop and be fine in there. After uh, we get a Keaton Mark Crusaders chicken wranglers, yay! Yeah, yeah. They're even in the middle of the night. They're still doing it. Yeah. And by that point, I was getting a little, little tired of it. Yeah. Good thing we didn't have to sleep. Well, I very much wanted yeah. to sleep, but uh, yeah, we must carry out our grim task. Yeah. So yeah, Fluttershy takes the girls back upstairs, to go to bed, and. All three of them like, yeah, we promise we're done crusading, Fluttershy. And like, as soon as she's out of the room, they're awake and talking about what their plans are. Yep. And uh, they notice that there are chicken tracks leading out of the out of the coop zone and into the ever free forest. Yeah, there's a hole in the chicken wire and, and little, little chickeny footprints. Yep. And the kids go out to wrangle that chicken and... Yeah. Us. Notably, they have a, uh, a a cutie mark crusaders uh, chicken rescuers thing, but they instead of doing the yay, they do uh, um, is a go instead this time around. Yeah. Which I don't know if I like more or not. Yeah. It is a go at least is like I don't know says something that is just yay, but sometimes you just feel like saying yay. Yeah. So. Ah, fuck. So they sneak out past Fluttershy. Uh, Scootaloo's cape gets caught on the fence and a bit tears off. And uh, I I do like the bit that they that the show has here with with Fluttershy because like she's just kind of trying to get to sleep on a couch and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm great with kids. Nothing's going to get by me. (laughs) Like as the three kids are walking by behind. her. Yeah. And it's I love that bit. Every time it's used, it's perfect. Yeah. And then she wakes up pretty soon after that with, ah, nice and quiet. Wait, it's too quiet. Something's wrong. Fluttershy knows kids. Absolutely. Yeah, there there is a certain volume that when it gets below, the kids did something. Mm-hmm. They're in trouble. They've done something wrong, and they're going to try and hide it from you. Mm-hmm. Fluttershy, huh. she like goes upstairs, the kids are not there. She notices that Elizabeth, the chicken, is gone. And of course, yeah, that the kids have also flown the coop, such as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also get another of her being like, "Oh no, maybe I have t- bitten off more than I can chew." Uh, Which I'm not sure why that's a running thing in this episode, but I mean, hey, that is tally number yeah, two on that it. That is allegedly the moral of this story here. I guess, like, it's a very confusing moral by the yeah, end. Yeah, like it. that's what Twilight's letter is about, but it's kind of a weird theme it doesn't really seem like most of what the episode is about i guess like you can say that the crusaders get themselves in over their heads but (sighs) but they kind of always do yeah like that's just sort of their thing yeah and they didn't like take on a responsibility that was larger than they could handle i mean and also rarity and and fluttershy both like aptly handle their responsibilities they take on well (laughs) anyway i mean I would say that the Kingdom of Crusaders do give themselves a responsibility they cannot handle. Like, they cannot handle getting Elizabeth back themselves. Uh, I I feel there is a difference between, like, 
Rarity saying she'll make 20 capes and Fluttershy saying she'll take care of the kids for a night and the Cutie Mark Crusaders doing their crusading. Oh, absolutely. Like, like the Cutie Mark Crusaders are just like doing the things kids do. Like they're being irresponsible yeah. children, which is different from taking on more work than you are necessarily prepared to handle. Right. Like which, there's a difference there. I agree. Which is which is what biting off more than you can chew is like I don't think there's a single time kids have like gotten themselves in trouble in like any piece of media that I would define as like biting off more than they could chew. Hello, bird. Thank you for screaming in my ear right in the middle of that. Thank you very much. Aww. Bird time. But um, like it, it's such a weird moral because yeah. like we've already had that for for Applejack. Kind yeah, like Applejack had that. Rarity's like making a dress for everyone for the gala episode kind of had that like this episode is just that moral which is shallower than both those those two episodes and we've already had both those episodes yeah and also like i think if you watch this episode without like twilight's letter at the end you would not have guessed that the moral was supposed to be don't bite off more than you can chew because like i'm uh, yeah especially like as you said rarity finishes the capes like fluttershy like watches the kids like the kids don't die or anything like they're fine yeah like the, the kids don't learn a lesson about biting off whether they could chew they learn a lesson about a, uh, respecting fluttershy yeah we should probably talk about the rest of the episode yeah, before we get yeah. too deep into the moral yeah so so we cut to the cutie mark crusaders who are arguing about so this is a where we get a very enduring thing of the fandom which is apple bloom and scoodaloo are arguing about like oh how do you call a chicken well, how would you know? I know how to call blah blah blah. Applebloom calls Scootaloo a chicken, and mm-hmm. Scootaloo as a chicken is a very like enduring idea in the fandom. Yeah, I I recall having seen some pieces of artwork of Scootaloo done up like a chicken. Yeah, like Scooter Chicken was a a very enduring meme in the fandom. There's a like Halloween analog episode with like Luna. Yeah, and I. My brain is saying that Scootaloo's costume for that is a chicken? Or is it that Pinkie Pie's costume? Like, I'm pretty sure someone is there in, a, like, a it, chicken costume. I believe Pinkie Pie shows up as a chicken. They should have made it Scootaloo! God. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, the later the addition later to this bit is that uh, Sweetie Belle is a dictionary, which comes from a similar sort of conversation. I don't think Apple Bloom ever gets one, though. She's, she's just a Southern Belle. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I think that's kind of where um, the Friendship is Witchcraft version of uh, Sweetie Belle comes from. Yeah, Sweetie Bot, uh, which is yeah, I do I do enjoy Sweetie Bot. Mm-hmm. Sweetie Bot's a, a a fun variation on the character. Mm-hmm. And uh, dear listeners, if you've heard the phrase "arise chicken," that was a riff on this, basically. Oh, I was wondering where that was from. Yeah, like apparently it was like part Aqua Teen Hunger Force joke, but. I mostly ah, so a bad show. Yeah, I mostly only heard it in the Scootaloo context or Scontext. Yeah. Okay. Actually, there is only one good bit of Aquatine Hunger Force I've I've seen, and it is their like landlord guy. Yeah. Uh, but he's yeah, but he's um in the elevator scene from Evangelion mm-hmm. with the two girls that are just like thirty seconds of silence, and he's just like, yeah. Sometimes it's like that, but like. Life's okay. We're okay. <laughs> Just like trying to break the awkwardness of these two women in this fucking elevator. It's 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 a good bit. It's a good evolution of both shows. Anyone who knows me knows that I am 
incapable of like ending anything without saying truly they were an aqua teen hunger force as you left your pocket break on uh, uh, is is that is that from is the truly they were is that from uh the aqua yeah, teen hunger force what is allegedly the final episode and like the idea is there the titular quote aqua teen hunger force would never really been called that in the show mind you like are are leaving allegedly they're moving away and carl's like truly they were an aqua teen hunger force and then oh okay you left your pocket right here don't tell me how to drive jackass and then it turns out they're just moving to like the house on the other side of him and it keeps going oh okay but, all right that's all right yeah huh. <laughs> okay but, again i still can never i can never leave truly they were whatever it's it's a joke that I only have context for through you. Mm-hmm. So just like Grace Voice bonus ducks, like I don't, I don't know. No. There, there are some memes that I know only through you, and I kind of enjoy them that yeah, way. Yeah, well, it's very good for the cognito hazard gender, dear. I appreciate it. Yeah, like look, I, I know how to flirt at you, and mentioning that you are a living cognito hazard is definitely one of those ways. Excellent taster. The, ah, yeah. The other thing that crystallized truly they were in my brain is a. Uh, I was watching, I believe it was Secret of the Kells with a friend. Good movie, by the way. Recommend it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, heavily recommend. Beautiful yeah. movie. And uh, near the end of the film, uh, like, the girl, the main girl, like, falls into the sea. Like, she falls into the water. And my friend says, truly, they were into the sea. <laughs> Which, as you might, uh, because he thought the film was called Into the Sea. Which, <laughs> shit. I think... There is a similarly animated movie by that name, which could explain it. But also just like the the whole like fight with Chrome Croic thing. Mm, nah, fucking love that scene. Good shit. Like, I, I am not kidding. Listener, if you have not watched Secret of Kells, go go watch it. I have two complaints with it. One, it's a it's 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 about a, like an abbey of monks. So it's got some it's got some very direct Christ analog stuff going on um and two uh the vikings in it are looking for gold which is not what vikings cared about they wanted silver silver was the metal they gave a shit about they didn't really care much for gold that's it those are my two complaints hey beans nice complaints ah thank you it's but ah very beautiful movie Mm -hmm. fuck i recommend it shit yeah Yeah. so anyways (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh coming back from right who lose a chicken which Fulfilling our anthropological requirements. Uh, Mm -hmm. Long story short, we also see a lot of arguing back and forth, whatever. And then the next thing we see, I believe, is uh, Fluttershy looking for the girls, and she comes across... Oh, there is is a bit right before we cut to Fluttershy that was was a thing that stuck in my mind. And it was the the, the two of them after the the scoot-scootaloo for calling for a chicken thing was the two of them start bickering even more. And then... I think, I think it might actually be Scootaloo who, who says it first, and then is like, maybe our special talent is arguing, and just back and forth, there's like, is not, is too, is not, is too, anything there yet? And just like in the middle of it, they both just look at their flanks, and it's like, mm, nah, okay, yeah. well, fuck. That was a good bit, and also why uh, yeah. I had to take a break before recording to write down some ideas for my My Little Pony Phoenix Wright crossover fic. Oh no, you have so many fics. Uh, one of these days I'll actually write one of them. Uh, it's like me and my ideas for comics. I understand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, now we now we get over yeah. to Fluttershy, who is 
uh, understandably nervous, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I need to be a defender of Fluttershy being scared of things. I wasn't very comfortable in the Everfree Forest that night, knowing what was out there with us. Yeah, I mean, A, knowing what's out there, and B, you know, you're already on edge because you're looking for three children that you're responsible for. I get it, dear. Yeah. And, uh, long story short, uh, Fluttershy comes across Twilight in the clearing, and she's been petrified, baby. Welcome to the ASFR episode! Ah, baby, here we are. Ah. Fluttershy is not comfortable with Twilight Turned to Stone. I mean... But she also knows exactly what that means. Yep. Which is, like, she's good with animals. She's good with, like, mystical creatures, like manticores and shit. Yep. Bam. She knows exactly why you should not go into the Everfree Forest when it's this laid out, and especially not when you are three children. Yep. There, There is the very good thing of her being like, oh, fuck, I really gotta find the kids now, and, like, starts going, like, flying away from Twilight, who, like, she knocked over in, in, when she was surprised. Yeah, who just kind of, like, she thuds into the ground, and fortunately does not break. Yeah. She has a rock, which is, like, she you know. She is yeah. island. But I think... Part my favorite part of this entire episode is just Fluttershy like coming back to say, "Don't move, I'll be back for you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> petrified Twilight. And we just cut to her like half buried in the ground, made out of stone, and <laughs> looking very upset. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, like don't move, I'll come back for you to the person who's turned to stone. All right, sure, that works. Uh, and then uh. We come across the cockroaches pretty soon after this, right? We come back to the Gideon Crusaders. Uh, yeah, and, and Fluttershy catches up with them at this point. Yeah. Because she explains what a cockroach is before it's it's on screen. Yeah, she's like, she at least mentions like, you know, hey, if you see a cockroach, don't look it in the eyes, otherwise... And then she gets cut off by the kids seeing the chicken. Uh, not quite. Close. Uh, it's... She starts by explaining the physical description of it. So right. it's, it's the head of a chicken and the body of a snake. Which, yeah. And she's like, and whatever you do, and then I think it's Apple Bloom is like, oh, that doesn't sound scary. That sounds funny. And the three of them just like, go past her mm -hmm. before she can, you know, explain the dangerous part of a cockatrice. But yeah, then then the girls find two chickens. Mm-hmm. They, they see uh, Elizabeth and another more sinister looking chicken head poking up out of the bushes. They're like, well, we better grab both of them. Yeah. And, uh... Long story short, uh, the cockatrice shows up, and, uh, Fluttershy, like, the girls get behind me, ah! Yeah, the- I really do love that the cockatrice reveal is, like, they try to go for the chicken, and the chicken runs away, and they try to go for the cockatrice, and the cockatrice, like, sinks back into the bush it's in, and then, like, rises out of it, so you get this, like, really cool reveal of this, yeah. like, really silly-looking, like, chicken with a snake coming out of its bottom half, yeah. like, ah. Uh, I will say, yeah, I think sorry. they were cowards with the cockatrice design and that they gave it feet. I think they should have made yes, it slither. Yes, 100%. Yes. I think they should have... Yeah, giving it feet was giving, weird. Give us a proper snicken. Right? Or a shake. Uh, hmm. I think I like snicken better. Yeah, snicken's a bit better. Mm -hmm. What in the snickens? Uh, and the vorpal blade went snick and snack. Ah, uh, yeah, there we go. Why is it called... Snick and snendies. Why is it called a vorpal blade if it doesn't eat anything, huh? Uh... I think because it eats light. Huh. Isn't the blade supposed to be like... Like, just... Like a blade of darkness? I thought they were Is just really sharp. Like, they just cut things up real good. Maybe. I... 
I may I might be thinking of a different interpretation that like the reason the Vorpal Blade is able to cut things is that it's yeah. like this crazy weird magic dark metal that is sharper than yeah. anything in existence. Like, originally it was like a nonsense word, so like mm. whatever you want to say it is is correct. God, my sister used to be able to recite the the fucking Bandersnatch poem yeah. by yeah. by memory. It's a good poem. It is, but I have way too much ADHD to memorize mm. that shit. It's a weird poem in that like a lot of it is supposed to be nonsense words, but words like chortled are like now just words. Yeah. Look, you you write good enough fiction and people start treating it like real words. Mm-hmm. Home stretch, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, we're almost there. Okay, we got this. Alright, so uh so Cogatra starts I believe it at first petrifies uh Elizabeth here. Yes, and that gets everyone running away. Because then the girls find uh, Twilight, because uh, she had a, a slug crawling across her this yeah. time. And then the girls are screaming, and, Twi- and, and Fluttershy is trying to get, like, get them under control, and the cockatrice catches up to them, and that's where the it's the girls behind me Yeah, thing. there we go. And then yeah. the cockatrice is advancing, Fluttershy is, like, trying not to look, and uh, we kinda, she like, kind of looks behind her, and we get a shot at, like, the three cutie mark crusaders two of them are scared and but scootaloo is just like has a hoof to her mouth that she's like thinking <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I, th- I think she was supposed to look like aghast but it didn't no, she, quite she come looks across pensive. right she looks like she's like mm, mm-hmm, yes like she looks like she's like yeah. appreciating a painting or something mm-hmm, yes yeah like I, again i i think they missed the mark on what they were trying yeah, for yeah <laughs> uh and then long story short Fluttershy, like, starts cussing out the cockatrice. She, like, starts staring it down, and, like, she is slowly turning to stone ass first, uh, which is, yeah. uh, as we all know, how you get petrified. Uh, mm-hmm. 100%. It's totally feet first. Face out, ass first. That's the way I like to stone. Ah. Uh, hmm. And... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Uh, I, like, you you built this rocky bed. You get to sleep in this one. Uh, I made my bed. Now I'll lie in it. I will reap what I've sown. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, Flutter, Fluttershy manages to outstare a fucking cockatrice and make it, like, back down. Yep. Which, damn, that's amazing. Yeah, she, she's like, I'm going to tell your mother what you've been doing here, blah, blah. You're going to turn my friend back right now. Yeah, and yeah, she she fucking cows down that fucking cockatrice, which is like again impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the cutie mark crusaders are impressed with, and this is the point where it turns, and they have become her loyal servants now. Yep. They uh, the cutie mark crusaders crusaders only respect power. Yeah, they do not respect politeness. Yep. Uh, true power grows from the barrel of a horse. Yeah. And they all call her the Stairmaster, which is a title drop, baby. Ah, you gotta love getting the title drop. I do genuinely get excited when I see a title drop. Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, something I found kind of cute was, like, when when Twilight, like, groggily walks over to the group of four of them, um, you do see the cockatrice, like, flying away in the background and, like, just fucking running away from Fluttershy after... After uh, reverting Elizabeth and, and Twilight. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut back to Fluttershy's cottage, yeah? Yeah, what? first thing in the morning. Yep. So Fluttershy and Twilight are having tea, 
and uh, the Keter Breakers yeah. were playing around, and Fluttershy's detailing all this to Twilight, who's writing it in a letter, and Fluttershy's like, the first thing I learned is that children are not animals. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that... The- and not... <laughs> uh, I-, I just thought of fucking... The live from the cast 2019 where Judy Dead just like, you will learn that a cat is not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <sighs> and Fluttershy says once more that like, ah, oh, I really should learn to not bite off more than I can chew. Which like, again, like we've already had a better moral than that yeah. in all this. Like, again, it... It doesn't really seem like Fluttershy's failing is not biting off more than she can chew. Yeah, I mean, like, yes, she was unqualified to watch three young children, but like, <gasps> like honestly, I don't think anyone's qualified to watch those three yeah, kids. Yeah, and like, let's be real here. What happened wasn't really Fluttershy's fault. Like, I don't really think you could have reasonably expected the three of them to go right out of the woods and almost get themselves statue TF, especially after her like. Rip- like, Fluttershy is the pony who probably knows the most about the Everfree Forest in town, because Zakura's apparently still not welcome in town, or she just doesn't want to show up, which I fucking don't blame yeah. her. But, like, when the person who knows you shouldn't be going in there tells you not to go in there, and then you go in there, it, it's really fucking weird to blame Fluttershy for that, yeah. when she, like, directly told the kids... It's actually fucking dangerous out there. Like, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, like, honestly, a better moral would have been, like, when someone tells you don't go into the spooky woods, don't go into the spooky woods. Like, that's the thing, right? It's like, this could have pretty easily been, like, a... I know when you're a child, or really anyone, when someone tells you not to do something, it makes you want to do it more. But that mm-hmm. doesn't urge you should usually try to fight, at least in cases like this. Yeah, and there's, like, a difference between all the times Fluttershy was trying to get them to stop doing stuff in the cabin, and, like, when they wanted to go into the Everfree Fort, there was, like, a a, a stated tonal difference yeah. between the two, of, like, this is a bad idea, and this will kill you. Yeah. And, like, when people are saying something is dangerous and you definitely shouldn't do it, you should listen to them. Yeah, like, I'm not saying you should, like, kids, you shouldn't be listening to this. This is a, a podcast, this is a My Little Pony podcast for adults, but... Yeah, we got really horny in this yeah. episode, and we get horny every episode. Yeah. Kids should not be listening yeah. to this. But, like, yes, there are times in your life when you should not listen to adults. A lot of adults fucking suck. As, and, like, yeah. we'll just casually say things that mess up kids. But, like, yeah. in this case, it, they should have listened to Fluttershy. And, like, that's the thing. We didn't even get, like, a... The Kitty Mark Crusaders were never, like... Oh, Fluttershy's telling us not to go in there. Might be, it must be something really good. It was just like they just yeah. completely ignored her. They just wanted to go in there, yeah, because they wanted their chicken locating cutie marks. Mm-hmm. Like, pay attention when people are like telling you something is actually dangerous. Yeah. Could have been a good premise for this. One that I was thinking about, which you know, it would be one of these things of like you'd have to tweak the episode a bit. Yeah, but just like a, a, a different version of this could be, it's okay to put. Uh, to like trust people with something even if you're not 100% sure they can do it because like Rarity and Twilight both question if Fluttershy can do it and she can like all that would have to happen would be have the like Crusaders offer to do something that they, they can help with and Fluttershy say no and then like 
the Crusaders do it, and, like, even though they don't get their key marks out of it, like, the thing they do is still good. Yeah. And, like, like if they actually were able to, like, track down Elizabeth and, like, the cockatrice followed them back or something like that, might be a better take. Like, yeah. And, and like, make it a bit more of a substantive moral out of this episode. Like, yeah, like, the obvious rule for this is, like, the equivalent of, don't play in the abandoned mineshaft, kids. Like, that would have been, yeah. like, a pretty obvious, like, boring moral, but I think it would have been made more sense than what we got. Yeah, like, there's there are the bones of what could have been better morals, like, scattered through this episode, and they just didn't. Yeah. Uh, but we do get the very good bit of uh, Rarity showing up to take the girls home, and they just aren't paying attention at all, mm-hmm. and, until Fluttershy just says, oh, let me try. <clears throat> girls? And they just fucking line up instantly. Yeah. They are at her beck and call. She can, she could t- order them to kill Rarity, and they would not blink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. They respect power. <laughs> yeah, the Kitty Mark Crusaders bow to power. These are my diamond horses. We're going to go live on an oil rig and be mercenaries. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Fluttershy is quiet. Yeah. Oh, that's a much better version of quiet than that quiet. I breathe through my skin, and you, won't you be ashamed of your words and deeds? Uh. <laughs> what What if I was basically naked because photosynthesis is a thing? And by the way, yes, my grandfather was basically in a parka the whole fucking time and had the exact same power I do. Don't ask about it. It's fine. God. It's perfectly cool, actually. You know, you know, Kojima, and I know you, Hideo Kojima, listen to this podcast, uh... Hi, Hideo Kojima, yeah, how you doing? Email us at metalgear at isekai.horse. We might read your letter I'm on sorry, the I'm sorry, it's Lolly at isekai.horse. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, Hideo, I know you listen to this. I'm not ashamed of my words and deeds. I never have been and I never will be. I now know that being in trouble is a fake idea. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Incorrect! Oh, fuck. You got the wrong moral out of this episode. Oh, I, God damn it. Ah, well. Maybe if this was a better episode, I would have learned my lesson. Really, <laughs> yeah. it's society's fault. Uh, if you ever get into trouble, your best friend with a superpower that can stare down an animal that turns people to stone by staring at them, she'll just show up and save the day. It's fine. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Do any dangerous thing you want. You'll be saved. It's fine. That's the moral of this episode. Yeah, I mean... Danger is fake. I... <laughs> now, see... When I say <laughs> fear is the mind killer. When I say being in trouble is a fake idea, I mean like having people be mad at you. It's a, I'm quoting that Aquid comic about like mm-hmm. you know people being mad at you. Well, sometimes people are mad at you for a good reason. I don't know. It's complicated. But regardless, yeah. I don't care if you're mad at me, Hideo Kojima. I'm not ashamed of my words and deeds. Quiet is still like you could just say you want to look at titties, my guy. I would have respected that more. Yeah, what's his name from Nier Automata was just was just like, so why are the androids all sexy ladies? And he's like, because I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, Yokotaro. Good. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yokotaro is just, yeah, no, at least he's got the balls yeah, to Yeah, you could just it. say you want to look at tits, Hideo. Yeah, you can, ju- you can just say it. Like, we'll respect you more if you yeah, just say I it. I want to look at tits, too. And by that, I mean yeah. I want to look at the sequel to tits. Hmm. Challenging. Yeah. What a concept. Beep. Faster downloads. Uh, Bluetooth. <laughs> oh, hmm. Uh, I do not know if I want Bluetooth connected tits. Thank you. Don't you want someone to nibble on your titties? Yes. 
but I don't think any, I don't think blue teeth, either the like wireless connected service or someone whose teeth are blue. Uh, hmm. What about Harold Bluetooth, oh. the uh, guy who the standard is named after? Wait, what? Oh yeah, like it's it's called Bluetooth after one second. Ah, uh, folks, she's she's full, pulling out her phone again, and I don't know how she ended up with that here. Like, uh, yeah. all right, Harold Bluetooth Gormson was a king of Denmark and Norway, and uh, the name Bluetooth comes from him, I think, because he like united a bunch of other smaller, you know, countries under his banner, hence the name. Oh, okay. Well, one, he's a dude, so no, he can't get anywhere near my tits, and two. Uh, fucking, uh, royalty is for the bedsheets mm-hmm. only. Uh, and he sounds like he tried to be a real person on the throne, so fuck mm-hmm. that noise. He, he also, there he did go. also die in 986. Ah, so, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe when, maybe if, if he has some, uh, uh, skeleton HRT, I don't know. <laughs> I'm alive and but- trans! <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Yes, I would let a trans skeleton nibble on my tits. There mm-hmm. we go. You can. <laughs> that is my line. Uh, that is my. That is my. I bar. got GRS. They installed the vagina bones. Vagina bones. Oh God. Oh shit. <laughs> Let's say now. Let's let's say hypothetically. Let's say hypothetically there aren't vagina bones. <laughs> Va- <laughs> Do you like your vaginas bone in or bone out? Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! Oh, uh, I can't do a good Ben Shapiro voice. That's what I was trying for. Was it Ben? Ben Shapiro doesn't know how vaginas uh, work. It's fine. With this, this is documented. Oh, I know fact. this. I know this. Mm. Okay. Okay. One more thing. He, he definitely thinks there's bones yeah. in there. He, he didn't even think to ask his doctor wife. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. So, yeah, yeah the creative market standards are ready to go. Uh, Rarity is like, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, could you help me with opalescence? And Fluttershy's like, oh yeah, maybe later today. And Flutters- Rarity turns around to reveal that Opal has been clawed into her ass the entire time. <laughs> yeah, it's a little concerning, actually. Yeah, this seems like it fucking hurts. Like Opal is like dug into Rarity's ass hard enough that like she's holding. All of her weight is, like, on her claws in Rarity. Yeah, it's it's definitely not a good situation. And I'm impressed Rarity was able to keep her cool the entire yeah. way up until being like, I need help with this. Yeah. And then <sighs> Fluttershy and Twilight laugh. Twilight gets this really cute, like, scrunchy face when she's trying not to laugh. Yeah. Oh, he was real cute. I like cute. a good scrunchy horse. Yeah. That's why sometimes I just, you know, boop your student a little bit to see a scrunch. Hey. Boop. I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, um, so, I'm feeling like we, we should probably take a nap soon, just, just cause, fuck, we've been up all night. Yeah. Um. Aw, sleepy horse. Do you want to get to mail? Cause we have some. Yeah, I think we should, we can do some mail. Alright. So, letter one. Dear Graceful Spark and Spilled Beans. You've been living in Equestria for about five months now, human world time. Huh, you know, it feels longer than that. Yeah, we've gone through, like, at least one, like, year here. Oh boy, that's concerning. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, hopefully the time dilation works out in our favor? Like, yeah, we'll, 
Well, I guess we'll just see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if you could share some of the nuances of existing in a 2D cartoon world. For example, when you inspect objects closely, can you see more detail, or is it just a solid patch of color? Moving quickly, do you experience the sphere frames from one position to the next? As artists yourselves, your illustrated insight would be much appreciated. With Toon Friendship, Noel. Oh. Well. The, a asking the, the, the dark lore. Yeah. Like, I could say that when I look at something real close, it, it depends. Like, sometimes you just, like, get something drawn with more detail, and sometimes, depending on the thing, you get, like, one of those really high-detail paintings, like you get from, like, a... Like your Spongebob gags and such? Yeah, I, I try not to look at those things too often, because those Spongebob gag, gag like, high-detail paintings are uh, almost always a little too unsettling. Yeah, especially because they're usually used to drive home that, like, this food is smelly or something. Like, they're usually not used for good things, you know? Yeah, it, the universe plays cruel jokes when they when it, when it you when you try and look in and it does that shit mm -hmm. to you. But sometimes you look close and you just get to say, I don't know, appreciate how soft a horse is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it's kind of hit or miss on, on, on what you get when you look real close. Sometimes you just get, like, like a weird clip of a vector line on the mm -hmm. edge of something that, like, isn't isn't done correctly, because, like, just for whatever reason, it wasn't cleaned mm -hmm. up right. Uh, doesn't happen too often when, like, we're not dealing with stuff that's actually happening in the episodes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, sometimes you do get a, you know, some of the animators didn't think we would notice, you know, but it's the sort of thing like once you do notice it, you can't not see it. Like if someone's ear doesn't join up just right. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, that only seems to really happen much like when the episodes are occurring. Mm -hmm. uh, other days, it's a little, uh, little nicer mm -hmm. on us for mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Well, as for the smears, it's, um, well, ever like, how to explain this? You ever like, I don't know, like you're you're running really good and like you can kind of feel your limbs stretch out or something like that? Yeah, um, I, I think I'd equate it a little bit more to like, cause, cause I mean, when I, you know, like college and shit, um, when you're like a little drunk, like a little bit more than buzzed, but like not like drunk drunk. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, like there's, there's that little bit of disconnect from from like being a hundred percent like cognizant of where your limbs are and stuff. Yeah. Like that little bit of blurriness is a lot of the smears. Yeah. Um, the world's like a little fuzzier. You feel like, like you're a little bit more like you're a brain driving a body as opposed to like actually being in your skin. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a very good way of putting mm -hmm. it. Um, I know, uh, like, like we do, joke a fair bit about the marshmallowiness of our bodies but like that's kind of how it feels because like there's a lot of a lot more squish and and pull that you can get out of these bodies than than like human ones yeah there's a lot more give a lot more you know your hooves can stretch pretty far if you know what you're doing like yeah like knees are more of just a i know i think two episodes ago episodes ago i mentioned like when you're breathing, you become, like, aware. Yeah. Like, if I say that you're breathing, like, you you start doing it mentally. Like, knees are kind of like that, too. Like, you can just not have knees if you're not paying mm -hmm. attention. But, like, if you're thinking about legs, you you start having, like, knees being hard in place. But, like, we've, we've seen ponies with, like, full just U-shaped legs. You are now kneeing manually. With no manually. pain or anything. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Aw. 
uh, loafing just got a little less comfortable. But <laughs> still, yeah, yeah. it's uh, as for some of the other 2D stuff, like uh, you get used to it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's kind of like getting like new prescription glasses or something like that. Like uh, I, I know for me anyway, like the every time I've gotten a new prescription, it always feels like objects have kind of turned like a little bit like flat, um, flat sprites, like 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 doom and stuff. Or, like it doesn't, it's not like true three D mm-hmm. on some objects. Like trees turn into that for me for like a day or two if I have to get a new prescription. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's kind of just like that. Um, I hope that's not as personal of an experience as as it might be. But yeah, like, I mean, I never needed glasses, but I, I can. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Sometimes you get the the kind of sprite billboarding effect, especially so we have to lurk in the background a lot, and you know, yeah, things have even less of the illusion of depth that they normally would. Uh, yeah, like the world's just kind of constantly billboarded, so it's. More 3D than watching the show would make you think it is, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not fully yeah, 3D. I, I think comparing them to Doom sprites is uh, apt. Yeah, like, it's better than that, but mm-hmm. also, like, that's not a horrible touchstone yeah. for it. For example, Beans is much more smoochable than a Cacodemon ever was. Correct. Uh, huh. Thanks for the question, Noel. Yeah, it's been a pleasure here. Hmm. Is there any way if we can find out if that's the same? Because I'm pretty sure we've answered a letter from Noel before. Oh, quite a few times, yes. Yeah. Wonder if it's the same Noel. I'm assuming yeah, so. Yeah. No, we've we've gotten a few letters from this Noel. Hi, Noel. Okay. All right. Hello. I'm sorry. I don't actually see the like from line on these, so I just have to have to assume. Mm. But yes, it's always nice to hear hear from your letters. I think Noel's actually our, our or one of our more prolific letter writers. So keep up the good yeah, work. Yeah, her and. And, and, um, Strawberry Squeeze, definitely. Mm. And, of course, we'd be remiss if we left out, well, a new friend in town. Oh. Dear Graceful Spark and Spilled Beans, I think I've read to you before, but my memory is weirdly fuzzy. I remember going over to, uh, uh looks like someone's been crossed out here, uh, Spark's place with a, her, a friend to try and get the truck to hit you. But then, I just wanted to say sorry again about the ruckus I caused the other day when we arrived in town. The coffee really helped after all that yelling. Me and Starry found an old observatory in the edge of town. It's become a pretty cozy place. She loves showing off the old telescope she's been fixing up. If you do ever have a free evening, we'd love you to stop by. Regarding last episode, Beans was right on about trying to go second when giving a presentation. If I'm nervous about something and I have to go first, there's no precedent and I'm always unsure if I'm going to do the right things in the right order. But if at least one person goes first, they can show me how it's done and then I can get my part over with quickly. Then you can sit back and relax for the rest of the presentations. A friend of mine in middle school clued me into this, and it has served me well. Thank you for the great podcasts, <sighs> whatever those are. Yours in friendship, <laughs> nah, kuh, Ivy Main, Ivy Main. Oh, it's Ivy. Hi, Ivy. Hi. Ivy. Ah, wonderful. And yeah, like I'm glad the glad the coffee helped. Um, yeah, if you wanna if you wanna stop by any time, like our doors are open. Yeah, we can we can have chat. Yeah, and I. I think I'm, I think I'd like to go visit an observatory once, like definitely once it's set up. But yeah. I don't know, stopping by to say hi would not be yeah, a bad thing. Like there's some good lair energy in an old observatory, and like plus it just seemed like a fun place to visit. You know, catch up with some local horses. Yeah. You know, appreciate the stars, appreciate some horse. It sounds like mm-hmm. the whole package, stars and horse together at last. Oh dang! I mean, I mean, the... I mean, before you had Twilight for that, but you know. Yeah, but she's. 
kind of, I mean, she's, Twilight's fine. Twilight's yeah. fine. She, she's like, she's like a B plus <laughs> horse. Yeah. The, yeah. Don't, don't say that around that, around her though. She will be insistent on trying to yeah. get it at oh, bare minimum uh, an A minus. Last time I had to explain to her that, it, I mean, she had a positive attitude towards bees. Oh. Man, you, hmm. After she got stung all that my all of my Well, sense? I mean, if I were Twilight, I wouldn't want to be labeled a bee hater. That's fair. That's fair. The bees might come yeah. for you. Well, yeah. They're, they're bees. They're doing their best. I, I would yeah. hate you. You just gotta believe in yeah. them. Ah. Uh, there we go. Uh, all right. My joke wasn't as shit as I thought uh, it was. Perfect. Uh, eh. Look, if there's one thing I learned from Parappa the Rapper, it's that you gotta be you leave... And, well, ah, no, that's your joke again, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, that's, damn it. That's I was, I was thinking of that dog boy again. I got distracted. Uh, you you got to be careful about thinking about dog boys. I think I think maybe even our next episode is Diamond Dogs. Oh, we will meet some Diamond Dogs eventually, which makes my Metal Gear reference even more confusing. Yeah. Like, the other thing I'm thinking about is the, um, like, I remember the Bison episode is, is season one. We gotta be getting up to it soon, right? Oh, uh, we'll get there eventually, but... Oh, I think it's gonna be sooner rather than later. I just have a vibe. I don't like it. Uh, one of these days. Oh, boy. One of these days, we'll have an extremely bad day. Yeah. But today is not that yeah. day. In the meantime, I'm gonna appreciate this horse and go sleep with her. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's go Let's go take yeah. a nap. Truly it was. Truly, we were hit by a horse truck out easy guy into Equestria. I have been Ponyville's beloved graceful spark. You can find my writing, programs, podcasts, posts, and everything else is fit to plug, including hot alternate universe podcast disc covers at princess.software. Beans, darling, where can we find you? Yeah, uh, I run the uh, the Horse Isekai Twitter account. Oh, dang, I haven't posted on that in a bit. I should make sure I um, get back on, on putting announcements up for when we're doing episodes. Um... But yeah, if you want to find the the parts of my brain that aren't locked here in Equestria, uh, you can find everything I do over at dracos.art. So D-R-A-E-K-O-S dot art. Sounds like a plan. Rest well, dears. See you mm-hmm. next week. Mwah. Yeah, have a good night. I don't know, I'm tired. Aww. I do have that effect on people, dear. I'm sorry. I mean, staying up all night has that effect on me. Come on, I'm going to go lie down yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'll come with. Night. Mwah. Night. Mwah. Mwah. Mwah.